listening to the Rainmaking Podcast. Hosted by high-stakes headhunter, author, and professional speaker, Scott Love. You're listening to the Rainmaking Podcast, and my name is Scott Love, your host. Thanks for joining me. We've got an exciting session for you today. We have Larry Long, Jr. He is in the house, and we're going to talk about sales, how everyone is in sales. Now, if you're somebody that's in professional services and you don't like to use that word, that's fine. But the goal in providing value to your clients is to solve problems for them. I think you're going to get a dose of motivation when you hear Larry. He truly is inspiring. He's a great guy. It's nice to see somebody that plays golf more than me, (laughs) and hopefully I'll get a chance to hit some courses with him later this year. I did put all of his links on the show notes, so make sure you check that out after you hear him talk. And by the way, this is the very first video version I've done of this podcast. So if you're curious to see what the setup is, uh, you can click the link in the show notes and go to the video that Larry and I uh, filmed, because I always film these shows in video, but it's an audio podcast. I may do video from time to time if it's really interesting, but there's a, a visual element to watching Larry communicate that I just think there's so much value in that beyond the spoken word. So that's why I put the video link on the show notes. Make sure you check that out. By the way, if you get a minute, if there are other guests or authors or speakers that you've seen in the area of business development and sales, please let me know. I'm always looking for new guests for our show. Thank you for listening. Thanks for making this a top 3% podcast. And now here's Larry Long. Hi, this is Scott Love. Thanks for joining me on the Rainmaking Podcast. We've got a motivational speaker here, a real legitimate credentialed expert in the area of sales. We have Larry Long Jr. joining us on the show. Larry, thanks for being with me on the show today. What's going on, Scott? I'm happy to be here. Thank Larry, you for the Larry kind invite. In the house. Larry is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bring your seat backs and tray tables to their full upright and locked positions. Buckle up. It's going to be an exciting ride, right, Larry? So true. Got to bring it. Got to bring it. So I tell people when they ask about this show, I usually say it's NPR after you've had a cappuccino. I think this is NPR plus five cappuccinos today, Larry. So I want to thank you in advance for bringing your enthusiasm and energy to the show. I think we need a little bit of a boost here. So thank you for that. And so, Larry, our topic for today is everyone is in sales. Let me ask you first, why do you think that's an important topic in today's business market? Oh, good. It doesn't matter what you're doing. So many people are afraid of it. And and Scott, my keynote is sales is not a four-letter word. So many people are scared (laughs) of the the S word, as you said. I know, I know. But it all comes down to how you define, how you frame it up. When I think about sales, I think about helping others. I think of transferring energy. I think of playing matchmaker, where you're matching your products, your service, your thoughts or ideas with someone else's needs. Right, their wants, right. their desires, their challenges, hopes, dreams, and aspirations. A lot of people, when they think of sales, they think of who I like to call Carl. Carl, you ready <laughs> to do a deal? The person you go in for a minivan and they right. try to get you off in a Ferrari. It's like, oh no, I need to take a bath after this experience. I know that's right. That's funny. Yeah, I've, I've accidentally bought Ferraris before. No, I'm just kidding. But I know that guy. I know that guy. So that's the image. And and what's interesting within the legal industry and other professional services, people, I think they shy away from that word, but there are several 
very successful business development consultants, even executives in law firms that have had the sales title within their role. It's rare, but you start to see it. So how do people overcome this stigma? What is it that we need to do so that we can really, really make that change? It's all about your perspective. Yeah. I mean, it's all about how you view it. And uh, it's about that belief that you're helping people. If you're passionate about your services, about your product, about the value that you add, you're going to say it loud and proud. If you're not passionate, if you don't believe in it, then you're going to shy away. And it's not even what you say. I can give you the magic script, but it's how you say it. I think the great Kevin Hart, the comedian says, say it with your chest. So you better say it with some conviction and people... They can smell BS from a mile away, Scott. They can tell whether you really believe and you really care and you really want to help them. Or I call it commission breath. Ah, (laughs) I don't care how many TikToks you have. Commission breath is funky. No one likes commission breath. I want to know and I want to feel that you care about me. Show me that you know me and show me that you love me by your actions. So, so many times people have this stigma of, oh, if I'm in sales, I've got to be slimy. I got to be grimy. I got to be wheeling and dealing. No, you got to really care and you got to help people. So number one, you got to really change your mindset, change your perspective and embrace that sales is a good thing. It's actually, it's a great thing. Right, right, right. So why do you people, I guess my question for you is how have you seen people go through that transformation? What are some observations that you have from people you've worked with, where they've gone from having that stigma to starting to get used to it and then really embracing it. Tell me a story about that, Larry. Yeah, one, one of my reps. So, I mean, I used to be a sales director, sales manager. One of my reps, Jake, I'm not going to give out his full name, but he <laughs> initially came in and was afraid. His demos were shaky. His outreach, his prospecting calls were shaky. I said, number one, Jake, you got to get up and stand up in the words of the great philosopher, Bob Marley. Next, we need to invest in a little dollar store mirror. You got to smile before you make a call because a smile Mm -hmm. comes through on the other side. People can tell whether you really care. You've got to understand and let's document what's the value that you and our company adds to these athletic directors. We were selling software to athletic teams, working with athletic directors, head coaches, directors of ops. When we documented the value, how we really help them save time, how we really help them stay connected with their team and build culture. Now that's something that anyone can get behind. So now instead of me slanging, instead of slanging software, I'm now reaching out to help you, Scott, to improve your team off the field, which leads to wins on the field. Well, Larry, listen to this. What you said, I think is brilliant. I mean, you said several brilliant things, but the one thing I kind of where I always say, I'm, I'm smelling some money here. I see that there's some opportunity in documenting the value where if people in professional services, they're selling it, they're in business development, whatever you want to call it, they're doing it. They've got to get people to sign on the line that is dotted to agree to uh, pay them for services, documenting the value. What, what are some examples of that? When you've seen value that professionals have given, what have you seen in terms of the value that they brought and how has that changed them and their effectiveness in sales? Well, I mean, I'll be exhibit A, Scott. 
I'm a speaker. You can find everyone knows a speaker. There's there's motivational speakers on every street corner. <laughs> right, right. I passed kind three like of them real, on the way to work this morning. Kind of like real estate agents. Everyone knows right. a real estate right, agent. Right, right, right. Well, right. Larry, what what makes you different? Well, there's no one that has the same energy, the same excitement, the same true care. And I mean, that's straight from the heart. And your last name is Love. I'm going to show you the love. There's no one that's going to show you the love like Larry Long Jr. I mean, you might as well call me Larry Love. So essentially, <laughs> it's being able to communicate and really right. believing in that value. So I bring a service that other people bring, but they don't bring it like me. That's my differentiator is that there's no one who's going to do it like me. And I know your, your listeners can't see me, but I got the gold mic. I got the rose gold mic. I got the other gold mic. When was the last time you did an interview with someone that had three mics and then put on the yellow blue blockers to match? I mean, I pitied a fool. You, you got to take a screenshot <laughs> of this guy. This is one of a kind right here. So I encourage your listeners, what makes you different? What's your uniquity? I'm just making up words now. I'm so fired up. What's your uniquity? That's great. Larry, you cracked me up, man. I think you've got a great sense of humor. I can see why you're a popular speaker to groups on on sales and business development. And I'm going to ask you to put those glasses on again and do the, uh, we don't have to do it now, but we'll, we'll come back and I'll do a screenshot when you have those microphones and we'll put that, we'll put that link on the show notes so people can see that. I should probably. No, no, and, you, you, and Scott, you mentioned something, man. You got to have fun. I yeah. mean, yes, it's business. But if you're not having fun, I think the millennials have a term. They call it YOLO. And I had to look it up on the Urban Dictionary. It stands for you only live once. Well, for me, I made a decision and I made a choice that I'm going to have fun each and every day. Now, I'm serious about my business. You're you're not going to mess with my with my money but I'm going to have fun while I'm doing it. There's nothing better than helping other people and in return, helping yourself. I think they call that a win, win, win. Shoot, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. (laughs) You know what? This will be our first video show. I've made that decision. I've got to put this on video. So ladies and gentlemen, I will put a link on our show notes, a place where you can actually watch this and you can see Larry with the multicolored microphones and the fancy sunglasses. This guy's amazing. (laughs) So I think I'm kind of getting motivated here, Larry. (laughs) I'm getting motivated. So I like the fact that we can document this. And here are some examples that I've seen when I've talked to partners. And as you know, I recruit partners with big law firms. These are some pretty fancy, sophisticated people that aren't in your face. And, you know, I don't want to say they spent too much time in the library, but maybe not all of them are swashbuckling rainmakers and extroverts. Maybe they'd rather be someone that is a good listener. And in fact, that's a key to good sales, isn't it? Somebody that's a good listener. I like the fact that you said, document your wins. They can talk to their clients and they can even, the clients that are really good friends, find out how did my litigation help you? What did I do in that transaction? How did I represent you on that finance agreement? And really kind of drill down, how do people benefit on a personal level by hiring that lawyer to do that work? Tell me this, what... What are some other things that you've seen people would do to kind of get over this stigma? Because I know that a lot of people listening to this, they're still thinking, gosh, I'm just not that guy. How else can they overcome this? Yeah, don't be scared. And you said it best, story selling, having those stories of social proof of how you added value and just sharing the story. It's kind of like uh, 
Uh, you want to Paul Revere. You want to spread the good news with everybody <laughs> and let them know how you've helped other people. Another one is a brag book. And I don't care if you're an extrovert, an introvert, an introverted extrovert. If you actually care about people, you're going to have success in business development, in rainmaking, in that naughty word we call sales. Because if you just have a, a, a heart to help, a heart to care for people, you're going to overcome that trepidation. You got me using big words that I can't even spell. <laughs> and you're going to go out there and have conversations with people because yeah. people buy from folks that they know, that they like, and that they trust. And you don't have to be the loudest in the room. If you're a great listener and you've got good, solid, probing questions and you listen intently, listen to understand, and then you dig in deeper, you're going to uncover the path to the order, the path to working with that prospect and helping that prospect. So many times folks want to, they want to keep the gold mic and not give it up and listen to the yeah, other person. That's right. That, that's no good. You've yeah. got to be a sales doctor. Think about it. When you go to the doctor, they do a soap note, subjective, objective assessment and plan. Larry, why are you here today? How long has that been going on? Let me go ahead and do the tongue depressor. <laughs> Let me go ahead and run the test. And then I give you a prescription. We've got to do the same thing. Why are we talking? What's going on? Now I can make a diagnosis. Take two of these. That's me. And call me in the morning. That's a great point. I like that. That's simple. I think everybody understands that they've been to the doctor and I like the fact that you brought that into a systematic model that we can all take to our meetings when we're meeting with prospective clients to talk about that matter or getting that account. Now, you mentioned something called a Brad book. What is that? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, a Brad book. I mean, we all go through highs and lows. And when you get no's and you get bopped over the head, it can, it can put you in a slump. I played baseball at University of Maryland. Go Terps. But I can tell you that when I get in a slump, my slump buster is to go to my LinkedIn. I think I've got 118 recommendations and referrals. So I see straight from the horse's mouth, people who have boosted me up, people that are oh, saying, great. hey, Larry, you added value to my organization, to me as a person. If that can't get you inspired, if that can't get you bumped back up, then we got to check your pulse. Boom, boom. So those <laughs> wins, you want to document those wins. And one thing that I'm doing now is, in, is instead of a written recommendation, I'm asking folks, take your, your smartphone and make a video recommendation. That right there adds to your brag book. Whenever you're going through that down, that, that yeah. downward trend, just look at your brag book. It'll boost you back up. I love that. Why do you call it a brag book? Brad, brag book because people are bragging oh, brag. oh, about you. Okay, yeah. got it. okay. <laughs> I thought like Brad, like Brad Pitt or something. Brag book. Oh, got no, it. not Brad. He owes me $10. We're talking about brag. <laughs> That's great. I like that. Yeah, because we all have those days where we just think, uh, you know, this, this isn't working. I don't want to do this anymore. And I think that's good to, I think that sometimes success needs to be borrowed. We have to borrow it from other people sometimes, or we have those lulls. Everybody gets that way. I think that's such a great idea, Larry. That's right. I got, I got, I'm looking at my board right over, right over my computer, Scott. And my daughter said, Luce, from Lucia, you are amazing dad. That, that's my brag book right there. Whenever I'm feeling sad and blue, to look at my baby girl's writing and to know that she loves me no matter what. Yeah. That's all the pick me up I need. That's great. 
One thing that you mentioned earlier in our interview, you talked about playing matchmaker. What do you mean by that exactly? I mean, you think about it, a matchmaker, if you're trying to match up one of your friends, you know who's going to be the perfect match. Well, you're not going to match. You're not going to try to fit a square peg into a circular surface. No, that's not a good match. So essentially, sometimes we go in and we try to force our services when we know it's not the right fit. That's where we get into trouble. And that's where we give sales a bad name because we try to force it, even though we know that it's not the best match. If we really focus on solving our clients' needs and making sure that we give them the best fit, sometimes it's, hey, I'm not the right person for you, but I do know the person that is. And we give those referrals. It looks good all around because the the prospect now knows that you really care about me. You're not going to lead me in the wrong direction. The person you referred it to says, wow, good looking out. I appreciate that. And essentially, you can now look at yourself in the mirror and say, job well done. I wasn't the right fit. I'm not going to force it because that's not the right thing to do. And sometimes we blur lines. And I'm a big believer that there's right and there's wrong. And we know the difference, but sometimes we try to blur those lines. No, I'm going to do what's right. Integrity without compromise each and every time. Yeah, that's right. And I, I think that's the best way to do business. So what about the notion of everyone should always be closing? Don't take no for an answer. What do you think? Come on, Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross, ABC. No, we're (laughs) going to flip the script Uh, because there's a saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm a big believer. If it ain't broke, break it. I like ABH, always be helping. I'm going to help you. I'm not looking. It's called servant sales. It's it's called sales with heart, sales with love. I'm making sure that I'm serving you first and not my own needs first because that's going to get me in trouble in the long run. I might be able to get short-term gains, but essentially the truth is going to come out eventually. So I want to make sure that I'm doing things the right way up front all the time. So essentially I'm making sure I put your needs first I'm solving for your needs. And I know in the end, I might take an L on the front, but I'm going to win in the end. It's it's a marathon, not a race, Scott. Do you think that the COVID crisis has changed how people sell? 1,000%. There were were so many folks that were kind of getting by. They were sliding by when, when things were going great. Now that things have really gotten bare bones, people are, they, they're doing more research a lot of it, you're not getting the in-person. So you're seeing people on boxes or you're just hearing their voice. They're uh, getting more, it, it's getting tougher. But for those that are true professionals, professional sales professionals, they're shining. The ones that were faking it until they made it, they're yeah. nah, nah, they're having a tough time because yeah. they're not they're not true professionals. So yeah, it's it's definitely the cream has risen to the top. The other people are out there struggling. Hell. So what do you think people should do to get better at being able to change this mindset, become better listeners? What have you seen that's helped people in that regard? Scott, I don't know if Alan Iverson is listening, but he talked about it. We're talking about practice. As a professional, when was the last time you practiced your conversation skills? When was the last time you practiced your questions? When was the last time you got feedback 
on a discovery call, on a demo call? When was the last time you got a third party perspective to show you the blind spots in your time management, your pipeline management, your negotiating and closing skills? So it's really as a professional in any industry, you've got to practice. You've got to try to elevate your game. When was the last time that you listened to a blog or read a book? In regards, when was the last time that you mentored someone or got mentored? Those are the questions that I want your listeners to ask themselves. And if you're not doing it, it's okay. Let's start right now so that we can go ahead and get better. I like this. Practicing conversation skills, asking questions, getting feedback on how you sell uh, or do a demo, getting feedback on your pipeline management, your closing skills, negotiation skills reading books on sales, mentoring other people, getting mentored. You're absolutely right. I'd be willing to bet that if we send a survey out to everybody listening, maybe people just haven't done that. Maybe this might be a key area they can focus on to get some improvement. Because, And I know you know this, that anything that you focus on always improves over time. What do you think about that? What do you think about people kind of taking that as that might be a way they could get some real value out of what you're talking about right now? Back to basics. And uh, I call it the ABCs. The first A is action. What action are you taking? And who's holding you accountable? That's a double A right there. The B is belief. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe that you add value? Because if you don't believe in your heart and believe in your mind, you're going to be faking the funk when you say your words. And then the C, there's a lot of C's, but the one I always go back to is care. Do you really care? If you don't really care, you need to get out of what you're doing. Right. So Larry, you've, you've got a lot of great ideas here, and I'm truly impressed with what you've shared in 20 minutes, where you've given us some really interesting things to think about that are relevant. You've given us some, I call them action steps that we can go forward. Uh, let me ask you two things. The first one is this, what would be three action steps if people want to get started integrating some of these ideas into their practice today? What are three action steps you'd recommend that they take uh, to get started on this? Yeah, every day you got to read something new. You've got to learn something. If you go a day and you haven't learned something, shame on you. And then just start off with every weekday. You got to be intentional and set time to learn something new. You got to read something, you got to listen to something, and then document what you learned. Uh, The next one is you got to change your mindset and then change your actions. Your actions speak so loud, I can't hear what you're saying. What are you doing? each and every day to get better? And are you sharing with others? So I know I threw a lot out there. Number three, I would say your network is your net worth. Who are you talking to? Who are you meeting? How are you nurturing existing relationships? I met a sales guru who said, Larry, the difference between contacts, people you know, and contracts, people you do some sort of business with is the letter R. That R stands for relationships built on trust because people do business with folks that they know, that they like, and that they trust have their best interests in mind and are looking to add value. That, that's, three, that's three plus. I gave some bonuses. <laughs> you gave us three and a half. Jeffrey, get a movie if you're proud, right? <laughs> so, Larry, tell us about the offerings that you have. And we're going to put your links on the show notes. But what do you offer? What can you offer to people listening today that can help them? Yeah, the Larry Long Jr. experience, it gives you a jolt and it zaps you to that next level. If you're looking to take yourself or your organization to the next level, I got you covered. Whether it's keynote speaking, whether it's emceeing, whether it's coaching and consulting, 
Larry Long Jr. experience. I'm here. Happy well, Larry, to help. This is great. And congratulations for being my first video podcast. Like I said, I'll find a way to get this out to our listeners. I'll put that link on the show notes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're hearing this on audio, you've got to check this out. Please don't wait. <laughs> Go to the link and watch Larry right now. He's amazing. Larry, thank you so much for being here on the show today. Thank you, Scott. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Rainmaking Podcast. For more information about our recruiting services for international law firms, visit our website at attorneysearchgroup.com. To inquire about having Scott speak at your next convention, conference, sales meeting, or executive retreat, visit therainmakingpodcast.com.